today begins a special week for each of us, Holy Week. The week where our Lord, our Savior, our friend, took his journey to Calvary for you and for me. As we listen to his story each and every year, it continues to etch his love deeper into our soul and become more personal. This morning we take this journey together as we remember and celebrate, for this is, not, is a story not only close to our hearts, but one we should tell over and over again through our words, our deeds, and our actions. Do you remember the first time you heard his story? Where were you and who shared his story with you? Do you remember the first time his story became very personal to you? Do you remember when you made that commitment to accept Jesus as your Savior and to walk with him? Do you remember when you told his story for the first time? His story, his love, his amazing grace, and a story we should tell over and over again for someone out there is saying, Tell me the story of Jesus. As we begin this story, his story today, we're going to sing one of our favorite hymns to reflect just that, his story. So I'm going to ask you to stand and look at the screens as we sing, Tell Me the Story of Jesus together. Although his story began 33 years prior, today we take you to his story as he enters the city gates riding on a donkey. You can imagine the excitement as he entered and the people waved their palms and put down their coats as they were creating a red carpet for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords to enter. As we share his story this morning through Matthew, 
the disciples did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let us this morning, this Palm Sunday, glorify the King of Kings together. Please stand, and if you feel comfortable, raise your palms or hands to celebrate. For as the scripture says, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee.
came on the night of Passover, Jesus was reclining at the table with his twelve. And while they were eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. They were sad and began to ask him one after the other, surely not I, Lord. Jesus replied, the one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The son of man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the son of man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. Jesus answered, Yes, it is you. And Judas left. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Take this in remembrance of me. And he took the cup gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many of the forgiveness of sins. Drink in remembrance of me. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom.
after the Passover, when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus went with his disciples, and he said to them, Sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you not keep watch with me for one hour, he asked Peter? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Please remain seated as we all sing, Oh, how he loved you and me. turned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near, and the Son of Man is to be betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Friend, do what you came for. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. Early in the morning, after being taken to Pilate as flogged, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to the decision to put Jesus to death. They bound him, stripped him, and the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, Golgotha, 
Here they crucified him with two others, one on each side with Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to his cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciples whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. Later, knowing that all was completed and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Someday to my home far 
service. So I've cherished the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jews. With Pilate's permission, he took the body away. It was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night and became a believer. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices and strips of linen. It was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had been laid. There they laid Jesus and rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw, and they both believed. Friends, the story does not end there. Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene, who exclaimed, I have seen the Lord. Jesus appeared to his disciples as they were together behind locked doors, saying, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus appeared to Thomas, doubting Thomas, and said, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Today we have told his story. And as we walk this holy week, there will be a time for remembrance and, yes, a time for celebration. But the story does not end for because he lives in you and me and we believe it will continue on for centuries to come. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow with the good, the bad, and even the ugly of our human life. Why? Because we believe in a hill called Mount Calvary and know without a doubt he is the one who holds our future. We too have seen Jesus because he lives within our hearts. Let us close knowing that we can face tomorrow whatever may come because of his story, his love, his amazing grace. Amen. Please stand as we sing, Because He Lives.
Now sing as though you're in a choir. benediction I first wanted to thank Karen and the choir for singing and for all of you singing I saw you all singing even when you weren't supposed to <laughs> I saw you singing so next time we do this I know this, it's gonna be t so many people up here there'll be nobody out there but thank you and thank you for singing and sharing your hearts and remember it's time for you now to invite now, don't go to the door 10 or 15 times, as you saw. <laughs> but Monday, Thursday, we will be here. What time is that? 7 o'clock to remember. And then on Easter, we will be here to celebrate at 10 a.m. And so come, share in that, but also invite someone. What's the worst they can say is no, right? Let the Lord lead you and plant the seed. Let us have our benediction. As you begin this holy week, friends, may you take the time to remember the journey and the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ and return next Sunday to celebrate our risen Lord. Amen. <laughs>